Today on the Inside Scoop, the quacks are coming, Oregon fans. Just trust me. We take a deep dive into five-star David Stone's recruitment. But first, we're talking Alabama recruiting. Let's bring on Andrew Bone of Bama Insider. Andrew, official visit season is almost here, which is also the unofficial start of flip season. So one that's on my radar is Georgia safety commitment Peyton Woodyard. Uh, Is Alabama a real threat here to flip the number four safety in America? Yeah, five months ago, I probably would have said no, not at all. But over the course of the last few months, we've seen some, you know, interest start picking up, you know, not only on Woodyard's side, but also Alabama's side. You know, we've seen some coaching changes uh, in Tuscaloosa in the secondary and the uh, defense coordinator position. I think that kind of opened the door a little bit more for Alabama as far as deciding to really pursue Peyton Woodyard because they had offered him back after his freshman season, Mm -hmm. earned an offer, never returned to Tuscaloosa. This is a kid who grew up an Alabama fan. Uh, His father originally from Mobile in an Alabama household. So they've always grown up liking Alabama for one reason or, or another. They just never made it back to Tuscaloosa until April the 13th. Peyton Woodyard and his family made a trip back. Peyton also had a conversation with Nick Saban on Tuesday morning. Coach Saban flying off to Italy for a little vacation and one of his final phone calls before he left, which I'm sure he'll be making plenty of phone calls uh, while he's in Italy. We know Coach Saban, he's going to be working the whole time, but before he left town was to Peyton Woodyard just to let him know how big of a priority that he is for Alabama. And Peyton had set up an official visit to Alabama last week. Uh, He's going to be scheduled. He's going to be coming in on june the 23rd now something significant about that visit is it's after the georgia official visit and it's after the ohio state visit so they're they're going to campus after those two visits i think he's going to have to worry georgia just a little bit uh but as of right now he's still solid with his commitment uh but at the same time you know taking an official visit to alabama taking an official visit to ohio state is you know definitely left the door open for these other programs to potentially flip him down the road yeah, recruiting's kind of like a chess match. So now that the Alabama visit is set up for June 23rd, do you think Georgia tries to maybe reshuffle the deck and get that visit after the Alabama visit? Because like you said, that could be very telling when we're talking about a flip recruitment. They could. I mean, and we see that that stuff all the time. I mean, I've seen Alabama do it a, a lot of different times, whereas, you know, they try to get a kid to uh, to come in for an official uh, maybe during the season uh, rather than during the summer. But we'll see how things kind of play out. I'm sure uh, Georgia will try to get him to uh, to still visit during the season, you know, maybe even come in that last weekend of July uh, for an unofficial visit. But as of right now, those are his plans. Um, he hasn't changed the uh, the plans just yet, so we'll keep an eye on it. All right, let's go from the number four safety in America, Peyton Woodyard, to the number one safety, K.J. Bolden out of Buford, Georgia. I don't mean to pick on the Georgia Bulldogs here, but can Alabama go into the state of Georgia and sign the number one player in that state two years in a row? You know, KJ certainly a uh, you know one of Alabama's top overall targets. He can play on either side of the football. Uh, you know, I think you know really kind of comes down to what side does he want to play? Does he want to be a wide receiver? Does he want to be a safety? I don't think it matters to Alabama. You know, they just want him as part of their team, and they you know they'll let him uh, line up at, at just about any position uh, on the field. So. Yes, I do think Alabama has a chance with KJ. He's visited three or four times already. Uh, you know, very comfortable with uh, the coaching staff in Tuscaloosa. Comfortable with the surroundings. 
you know, as of right now, it's it's kind of a toss-up as to where he's going to end up going. Is it going to be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Auburn? You know, all those schools are heavily involved in his recruitment. Uh, I don't think he's in any rush to make a decision. I think it's probably going to come down, uh, you know, all or, or excuse me, go all the way down until uh, until the season, maybe even late in his uh, senior season. But all those schools are heavily involved. Um, but I think that with Alabama. Uh, you know, he's very comfortable with Graham. He's been been over there several times. Um, you know, could it ultimately come down to Alabama and Georgia, uh, as we've seen many times with a lot of the two, uh, top recruits in uh, in the Peach State. But uh, other schools are certainly involved. But uh, but I think Alabama's got you know just as good a chance as the other ones do. Yeah, and KJ Bolden hasn't narrowed his list down. He tweeted a graphic that looked like a top five, but later right. came out and clarified that that was not a top five, and he is still very much open to all programs. So KJ Bolden probably taking this thing the distance. Uh, let's move to the edge position. I want to talk about the number one edge in America, Dylan Stewart. Alabama was the early leader on the recruiting prediction machine, but they've slid behind Ohio State. Still very much a battle. Is the tide in a good spot as we head into the summer months, or do you think Ohio State's taken over this recruitment? Well, I think, you know, he's enjoyed a lot of visits this spring, and, and he took that, I think that first visit of the spring was to Alabama back on uh, March the 4th, and I think he ended up taking maybe you know eight or nine more visits after then. Alabama is still in it. Uh, I wouldn't uh, discount them at all. Another guy that I don't expect will make a decision anytime soon. I think you know he's going to stretch it all the way out. Uh, you know, possibly until the early signing period. I think he's going to take a lot of official visits. I don't think he's going to be one of these guys that just takes five official visits. Now that you've got an unlimited amount of official visits to take, I think he's going to take several. I think the biggest hurdle for Alabama, though, you look at last year's recruiting class and what they signed at the mm -hmm. edge rusher position with. Uh, Keon Keeley, Yanze Pierre, Quay Rousseau. You know, he wants to probably see, you know, how those guys, you know, play this year. Are they going to be able to get on the field? I do think Alabama is still a top contender in his recruitment. Uh, he's talked about them very heavily, uh, excuse me, very highly, and I think they're going to be in it for uh, for the long haul. But as of right now, if I were to pick a school that he's going to go to, I probably lean Ohio State, but South Carolina's right there as well. South Carolina having a great uh, recruiting class yeah. so far. South Carolina was uh, considered the early favorite for him. It's crazy how quickly uh, uh, things change on that R uh, RPM on on three. You know, early on it was South Carolina, then it went to Alabama, and now it's Ohio State. Um, you know, these visits are going to be really important this summer. And I think the visits this fall are also going to be, uh, you know, a pretty big factor. But yeah, Alabama's still very much in it. I wouldn't predict Alabama right now, but let's kind of see how the official visits play out uh, over the next few months. All right, who Al Alabama fans want to know, Andrew? Who is the biggest priority for Bama in the 2024 recruiting class? I think a guy like Demarcus Riddick. Um, mm. You know, we're talking about Georgia again, a, uh, a Georgia commitment, committed to Georgia back in January, but he's visited Alabama three times uh, since March the 4th. Demarcus Reddick is a top priority target for the Alabama coaching staff, especially at that position. It's a big position of need, uh, a player that could potentially come in and, and contribute next season. Uh, so I, I would probably lean to Marcus Riddick, but obviously there's a lot of guys that are out there. And I think, you know, getting a guy like Julian saying early, uh, that was certainly going to be a top priority position uh, as well. And uh, you go ahead and you wrap up, 
you know, the number two quarterback in the country. Uh, that's pretty good, um, pretty good deal for Alabama. All right. Well, Alabama currently sits number three in the industry team rankings. But like you said, there's some good players still available. So, Andrew, thank you for updating us on Alabama recruiting today on the Inside Scoop. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Josh. Oregon fans, the quacks are coming. I know I know we didn't see many hashtag quacks posted by Dan Lanning and his staff after the spring game, but trust me, they're coming. Let's bring on national recruiting analyst here at On3, Sam Spiegelman. Sam, you're driving through Texas today. You're on location, so let's start there. Oregon is looking to fill a need at linebacker, and you just met up with one of the best in the country, Justin Williams, the number two ranked linebacker in America. Tell us what's the latest intel on him as it pertains to the Oregon Ducks. Justin Williams, like you said, the number one linebacker in the on 300 in this year's recruiting class, is just coming off the Oregon spring game visit. Um, Oregon has been one of the early contenders for Williams for some time. He visited a bunch during his junior season. And you got to look at the facts. Dan Lanning is a linebacker aficionado, and he's leading the charge with Justin Williams, and their personalities have really hit it off. I think it's safe to say Oregon is the favorite, but we're heading into official visit season. Josh, Georgia, Alabama are also looming. Texas is also trying to make a run in the state. All right, we're going to do a deep dive on David Stone's recruitment in the next segment, so just hold on for that. But I know Oklahoma leads in the RPM, but do you give Oregon a chance in this recruitment? Yeah, absolutely. He was on hand for that star-studded spring game. And, and the buzz around Oregon is that they made a move. You know, we looked at his recruitment at Oklahoma and Michigan State being the top two, and we know that there's been a lot of coaching changes in East Lansing. That sort of opened the door for schools like Oregon, like Ohio State, like Miami and Texas A&M, among others, to get him on campus, possibly for an official visit. David Stone is going to take quite a bit of them. And with Dan Lanning leading the charge, you know he wants to build from the trenches on out. That'll give the Ducks at least a chance with David Stone at this point. All right, we're going to get into some more prospects that Oregon's trending for. But Duck fans, do me a favor right now and subscribe to the On3 YouTube page. It's an exciting time for recruiting. We're going to have you guys covered throughout the spring and into the summer. Smash that subscribe button for me. All right, four-star DB Aaron Scott Jr. had this to say after last weekend's visit to Oregon. It definitely lived up to being my dream school. I wouldn't say it's the top school, but they're one of the top schools I could see myself at. All right, he's from Cleveland, Ohio, attends Glenville High School, and Oregon is going to have some work to do if they're going to change this RPM where Ohio State is trending heavily. They might not be trending for Aaron Scott, but they do have some action coming up. Sam, who do you think could be Oregon's next big-time commitment? Well, you talked about Aaron Scott being on campus last weekend for the spring game. Another visitor for that spring game was Michael Van Buren. Um, you know, you and I both put our RPM picks in for Van Buren, one of the top uncommitted quarterbacks still on the board in this 2024 class to the Ducks. Getting him on campus with their recent quarterback commit, Luke Moga, all things are looking positive on that front. We know that Michael Van Buren wanted to have a decision made before his senior season begins at Baltimore St. Francis Academy. Everything is heading in that direction that it could be soon. The summer is approaching. The spring is ending. He's made an important visit last weekend, and we think the Ducks are in control ahead of what could be a decision sooner rather than later. Mm, that'd be huge. There's only three uncommitted quarterbacks in the top 15. That's Dylan Rayola, Elijah Brown, and Michael Van Buren. 
Van Buren's out of Baltimore, but let's go back to the state of Texas where you're at. Who are some other prospects that Oregon's sitting good with in the Longhorn State? Yeah, Oregon had a major piece on their coaching staff and Matt Powledge last year that was there in, in the state of Texas. And this year, their offensive coordinator, Will Stein, hails from Central Texas. Um, and they're trending in a good direction to get five-star defensive back Kobe Black on campus this summer. They're one of a few teams that he still wants to look at before he makes the decision. His timeline is probably not until December, the early signing window, if not even February. That'll give Dan Lanning and the Ducks a shot with one of the best in Texas. And another player to watch, top 40 defensive lineman, Joseph Jonah Ajanye. He's a teammate of Justin Williams, who we spoke about earlier. Jonah Ajanye was on campus for the spring game. I like the Ducks getting an official visit maybe this summer, but definitely long-term for the top 40 defensive linemen. That was a big move for the Ducks last weekend at their spring game. That would be big. Ducks do a great job recruiting the state of Texas, so keep us updated there. Well, really, Oregon doing a good job recruiting right now, sitting at number 10 in the on three industry rankings, on the verge of a great class. Can they push for a top five, maybe even a top three? We'll see. Thanks for checking in with us on the Inside Scoop. All right, let's talk five-star David Stone. You know who he is, the number two defensive lineman in the country and the 10th best player overall. Oklahoma leads on the recruiting prediction machine, but it always wasn't that way. Michigan State was one time the leader. There's still a lot of time left in his recruitment. Could we see another team emerge as David Stone's RPM leader before this is all over? Let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman. What's up, Sam? You're out there in Texas today on the road, but we're glad to have you here. Uh, what happened to Michigan State with David Stone? He almost committed there in January, but what's gone on since then? Michigan State has been a staple in David Stone's recruitment through the length of his recruitment, which has been going on for several years since he's been an elite underclassman defensive lineman. Um, he's developed really strong relationships at East Lansing. Uh, Brandon Jordan, Marco Coleman among them. Mel Tucker is the only coach left on that staff that's been recruiting him the length of that time, and that's the reason why the Spartans are still alive in this recruitment. Coach Coleman is now at his alma mater at Georgia Tech. Coach Jordan is now in the Seahawks in the NFL. That's made that's opened the door for a lot of coaching changes in East Lansing, a lot of new relationships for mm -hmm. Michigan State, one of the longtime contenders for Stone. Yeah, the, a lot of coaching departures have kind of hindered Michigan State's recruitment of Stone, but... They're not out of it by any means. So tell me, would you, I know he hasn't named a top five or even a top three, but if you had to say right now where Michigan State stood in his recruitment, would it be top three? Would it be more like top five? I think the longevity of how long the Spartans have been recruiting Stone puts them in that top three category. And like you said, at one point they were the favorite. They had, the, they had my pick on the on three recruiting prediction machine and it felt like it was just a matter of time. Those relationships worked out perfectly. Um, given the fact that the head coach is still there, and we know he's going to be in East Lansing for a good amount of time, and he's very familiar with David Stone and the important members of his family that are going to make this decision, I still think the Spartans are going to have a seat at the table. They're just not out in front like they were maybe a couple of months ago at full strength on the coaching staff. What do you make of the Miami Hurricanes in this recruitment? They were able to get David Stone on campus back-to-back -back weekends at the end of March, first weekend in April, have they been able to keep up with the rest of the pack since then? Because it's been four or five weeks since we heard about that back-to-back -back visit. 
Miami is one of the few schools across the country that, that got David Stone on campus, along with the LSUs and Texas A&Ms and Ohio State's of the world. But we know that Coach Cristobal loves to build from the trenches on out, and he's known David Stone for a long time, dating back to his time at Oregon. So I do think that Miami has some staying power here. We talked about the shakeup in East Lansing. That's opened the door for new schools to enter the picture. David Stone, we know, is going to take a lot of official visits. We expect Miami to be among them. With Mario Cristobal leading the charge, and we talked about the longevity and importance of those relationships, of course Miami is going to have a shot here. All right. Speaking of official visits, I know Oklahoma leads now on the RPM, but we're not even to official visit season yet. So who do you think has a shot at overtaking Oklahoma on the RPM if this recruitment goes the distance? There's a couple of contenders that could get into the mix. Texas A&M and Elijah Robinson, Ohio State and Larry Johnson. LSU is a school that he once called his dream school, but they're all trailing Oklahoma right now. Okay, well, we'll continue to watch those, but I just wanted to talk five-star David Stone. He's a really intriguing prospect. Thank you for breaking it all down for us, Sam, on the Inside Scoop. Thank you for watching. Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me, and remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.